to That Geek Pod. I'm Catherine and I'm here with my co-host Andy. How are you going, Andy? Hey, Catherine. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm okay. I've had better weeks. So just to explain to our listeners, we're actually recording this over Skype because I've yeah not been 100% this week. So we decided to try something a bit new and recording this over Skype. So if there's any difference in audio quality, um, that's it. Yeah, but uh, it sounds pretty good. Um, so I've had last couple of days on the couch, so I've taken advantage of it and watched Daredevil season one. Ah, yeah. How's that going? It was pretty good. Yeah. So I'm all ready now for Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed, um, Daredevil. It was really interesting watching the difference between like a, a Netflix superhero show and, even what they do on the big screen. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. There was quite a few moments, though, that I was hiding my eyes because it got a bit, a little bit gory. Oh, uh, the kingpin? Yeah, the kingpin, the um, the the guy who, who you know, voluntarily put his head through a spike. Oh, um, yeah. There was a bit of violence towards the eyes of various characters, and I'm very squeamish in every movie or anything. If you know anything comes near an eye, or I can't even watch people putting in contacts. You know, <laughs> oh, yuck, yuck, yuck. So I got through it, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, looking forward to Jessica Jones. Awesome. Yeah, um, 13 episodes was really good, but I was a bit surprised because I think, you know, I sort of thought the Netflix standard was 10 episodes, but, um, ah, yeah, all 13 were good. Yeah, I think um, with those ones, um, I think as the seasons go on, I think they get reduced, but from my knowledge, I think they really have stuck with the 13 um, mm. I think between that 10 to 13 range. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so I've sort of done closest to a binge watch that I've ever done because of, you know, just doctor's orders to stay on the couch. So it's interesting to watch this, you know, one after the other after the other, which is a bit different from my normal watching of shows, which is, you know, one a week or at most one or two a day and then 24 hours in between. But um, it definitely lends itself to the binge because of how each episode really runs into each other. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's how they get you. So I've also done a bit of a, you know, in between Daredevil putting on some Deep Space Nine I'm up to season two if my with my big rewatch. Nice comfort TV. Ah, awesome. Mm. Mm. And it's sort of funny to rewatch it and go, oh yes, they first mentioned the Dominion, you know, the big, you know, the big bad as it were, just in passing in a comedic um, quark episode that's how we first learn about the dominion and yet it slowly gets weaved in yeah 
we're, we're so used to nowadays TV having these long series arcs and threads from episode one being picked up, you know, a few episodes later, like with Daredevil. But Deep Space Nine was starting to do this back in the early 90s. And to my memory, that was really one of the first TV shows to do that, especially science fiction anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's very, um, very much so. So have you been watching anything geeky over the past week? Um, yeah, I, speaking of binging, I, I basically finished off binging um, The Umbrella Academy first season on Netflix. Um, I was a bit naughty and stayed up till I think it was like 1.30 when I went to bed. Um, that is very I, naughty. Yeah, I didn't. Like I had today off, but like I didn't realize like you know I you know watched seven episodes in a row, <laughs> um, and then yeah oh wow it's it's time to go to bed because my eyes were killing me they were like really sore probably because mm. I, I was so tired but um yeah I finished that up today and um, very enjoyable um, great cast and. Um, yeah, I really look forward to. I think they got a season two, which is really good. Um, and yeah, it's based off a comic book by um, Jared Way from um, My Chemical Romance. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Thanks. he's a bit of a um, emo. Comic, yeah, bit of a comic book writer um, on the mm. side when he was um, uh, back then in the band, or I guess after the band. But um, yeah, no, it was really good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, something I'd seen was did it come out like about a year ago or a little bit I less than that? I was like, ooh, that looks cool. I think last year sometime, uh, late mm. last year. But, yeah, no, it's definitely worth the watch. It has um, some really good characters, like characters that I'm, like, really connected with and I'm like, oh, I'm just – I could just watch this show just for that guy. Like, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, I've also watched um, the new season of Black Mirror, three episodes this season, so very short. Mm. And, um, yeah, no, very good, same, you know, same sort of thing, you know, technology, evil technology. Um, but they got some really A, A-grade actors in these three episodes. And um, Andrew Scott from um, Sherlock is in the second yes. episode. Yes, that's Moriarty, if you don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Moriarty. And um, he does a great job. Then we had um, the Falcon himself in the first episode um, from the Marvel movies. I yeah. keep forgetting his real name, but I just know him as the Falcon. Mackenzie? Something uh, Mackenzie. I don't think it's Mackenzie. Um, anyway, oh, I enjoy IMDb. him. Catherine will look it up. Yep. And um and in the third episode it was Miley Cyrus and I thought she was pretty good. Oh that's right. I saw that. She plays a pop star, doesn't pop she? Pop star, yeah. And I found out through watching a little featurette on YouTube that um she actually had help with the uh, script and the um development of the story. Oh. Because she had so much knowledge of, you know, this is what it's like being a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, no, very good, but um yeah, I probably would have liked six episodes, but 
Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, I quite enjoyed them. Yeah. Anthony Mackie. That's it. So you were close, Mackenzie. I had the Mac. I had the Mac. Yeah. No, it sounds good. (laughs) Actually, I saw a trailer for the new Charlie's Angels today, and Miley Cyrus is um, part of the – she and um, a couple other people are singing, like, the song on it. So there you go. Wow, there you go. Awesome. Mm. Mm. That looks fun. Yeah, you know, I, I kept going, oh, where's my Drew Barrymore? I want my Drew Barrymore. Really? You would want them back? Yeah. Lucy Lou, she's awesome. Uh, the second one wasn't the best. No, I look, I'm not going to defend the second one. Yeah. But the first one was all kinds of camp, and I was all there for it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it looks like this one's going to have a bit of that as well. Um, I think you have Elizabeth, to. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks is um, Bosley. Mm, she's directing as well, isn't she? I think so as well, yeah. Um, mm. Very interesting. But um, it's good. To, it's a good cast. Um, we, you know, get to see Christian Stewart smile and actually have fun. <laughs> Yes, um, I haven't watched much with her, but yes, everything I think I've ever seen, she looks a bit sad and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ah, oh, there's a few things sort of dropping in the next week on um, on Stan and other services. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. On Netflix, July 4th, we get the third season of Stranger Things. Oh, do you reckon this will be the last? I think, they've, I think they've said somewhere that it might be the last. I might be... Um, yeah. yeah it, you sort of think, well, can they do much more because these, these kids are no longer... Quite so, kids. Yeah, um, I was gonna say from the um, images I've seen, I haven't watched any trailers because I don't want to see any trailers for the show. I want to just mm-hmm. watch the show. And um, yeah, I'm just like, oh wow, they've all changed. Like, it doesn't really have that charm anymore. Yeah. Uh, from the the trailers I've seen, um, it still has that 80s vibe that I'm. I'm so there for. Um, yeah, it looks still looks good. I, I think what's been interesting with Stranger Things is how the um, the threat level has has grown each season, and it's it's growing again with this third season. So that should be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Mm. Are you going to be watching it pretty much? You know, a few days after it drops, or are you going to hang um, on to it? Not too sure. I might hold off and just see what pe- what the people are feeling, um, and then I might get onto it. Because um, yeah, I'll just I'll bide my time. Yeah, the other two seasons I watched well after they were released, so. 
even if I had read anything online, it was so long after fact after the fact it you know, I'd forgotten pretty much everything. But I think this time I might watch it, you know, maybe not all at once because you know, I don't really do binges, but probably pretty soon afterwards as it's coincided with me being on school holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm. Perfect mm. timing for you then. Yes, yes. As is the premiere of or the release of Spider-Man Far From Home. Comes out Monday here in Australia. Oh. Oh, wow. There you go. Monday. Yep. yep. Booked my ticket. Yep. All ready to go. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Spider-Man's about my favourite Avenger. Oh, probably him and Ant-Man are up there with my favourite um, Marvel movies. So oh, Awesome. Yeah, because yeah. Um, yeah, when people do their list, I think Ant-Man and Spider-Man are sort of mid, mid to bottom. Yeah, I enjoy them. I, I really like them and I really like Spider-Man. I mean, I love the Tobey Maguire ones. I mean, the third one obviously had its issues, but I've, I really enjoy Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He's definitely got the charm. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I think he was like the youngest actor to play a Spider-Man at the, when he started anyway. He was actually oh, really? a teenager. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Also, um, next week on Stan in Australia, and I think on Stars in America, is The Rook, a new TV series. It's based on a book. Um, it has Olivia Mund in it and a few other familiar faces. So I've about halfway through reading the book now. It's really cool. It's um, based in this sort of supernatural spy agency in Britain. And it starts off in this really awesome way with this woman waking up with all these bodies around her having lost her memory. And so she's sort of got to figure out the mystery of you know, who she is, what's going on, and meanwhile there's this, like, international conspiracy happening. So, it, you know, the book's really good. So the show should look is actually looking really good, so that should be fun. Oh, wow. Mm. That sounds um... – Really interesting. Might have to yeah. add that to the list of yeah. uh, to watch. I think that might be dropping like a one a week thing because it's yeah with stars. So ah, uh, that was my next question. Yeah, so one week. Okay. I think anyway. But yeah, that um, yeah, that should be good. So yeah, there's a few things coming. Yay for school holidays. Yay. Now, I've, I've, I can see some news about Paul Rudd. Yes. Yes, so um, if you're watching Twitter and other media today, you might see, have seen the announcement that Paul Rudd um, joins Ghostbusters for 2020. That's going to be written by, I think directed by um, Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman, who, of course, directed the original 
um, Ghostbusters. And, you know, if you remember the old light show sketch, Ivan Reitman, he's fantastic, a, a, a genius. Um, don't worry, Andy, you're too young to get that. Saturday Night Live, I know that show. It's not Saturday Night Live. It's what the show late show. Saying? The oh, late, late show. show. The degeneration. Tony Martin dressed up as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I know Tony Martin. Yeah. Tall, skinny guy with glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, so oh, very keen for this. I mean, obviously, I'm always down for some Paul Rudd because I've always loved him since, um, of course, Clueless. And he hasn't aged a day. (laughs) Let's not think about how long ago that was, okay? Because then you start to work out how old I am. He's just just like Keanu Reeves. Yes, there's another beautiful man. Yeah. Now, Ghostbusters 2020, is that the name of the movie or just what we know? Just what we know, just probably the release date. So they've called it 2020 to. Okay. Now, did you so, see the um, all females one? Yes. Yes. I don't know why it was getting the hate it was getting. Like it was fine. I mean, it didn't deserve all the backlash it got. Yeah, I just, I just think, because um, yeah, the, the. Actresses that were in it were really good. I know, you know, I know them well from Saturday Night Live and all that, and you know, from Bridesmaids. But um, yeah, I think the story just didn't work. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't the dialogue. Yeah, it wasn't like a great movie, but yeah, as I say, the the backlash it got was not deserved. So you know, it's a bit of a shame that we won't see them reunited in that Ghostbusters format, but um, I'm still very keen for Paul Rudd on my big screen under any circumstances. Do you think if they did this movie first and then the all-women one, it might have been a bit received better? Oh, who knows? We don't know anything about this one apart from Paul Rudd. So well, we know that knows? Bill's back, and you know the others will make a cameo, I guess. Yeah, well, Bill Murray made a cameo in in the all female one. Yeah, but he wasn't his character though. Yeah, he was a taxi yeah. driver, Do wasn't we... he? No, he was like the professor. Oh, um, professor. Yeah. Was have they announced that Bill Murray's in this one for sure? Um, a photo got leaked a few months ago. Okay, see, I don't look at that stuff, so. Okay, but um, yeah, um, I know it's just a thought that just came across to me. I'm like, oh, thinking like, oh, if this one was out, because it was so long since the second one, I can sort of see why some people would get upset. It's like, wait, why are you doing this one? We want the original guys back, like, and then it didn't work out, and now they're bringing the original guy back. So yeah. Ah. Oh. To be honest, a lot of the backlash I was seeing was because they were females. Like the tenacity, you know, how dare people 
you know, cast females. You know, so yeah, I I think you know people just wanted to hate on it because you have a female cast, and yeah, the the it wasn't a super strong movie, which didn't help matters, but I don't think it it deserved what it got online. Oh, of course not. Yeah, no, especially when they were going after the um actresses in it. Oh, that it was horrid. It was horrid. Yeah, what what they were um, putting them through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Also, I saw that Hunger Games is getting a prequel novel, and they're already discussing like making the movie out of it when it gets released. Now, is this a prequel from the first Hunger Games? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently except like 64 years before the events of the first book. So um so before Katniss. Yes, well before Katniss. So Katniss okay. was in the 74th um annual Hunger Games. So if this takes place 64 years prior, um that means that the Hunger Games have only been taking place for about 10 years. And so, you know, that the, um, was it Pan Am should be relatively new or at least the order, the world order that's in place should be relatively new. Um, So it would be interesting because that's one thing I was always really interested by was how did the world get to, to that place? You know, what happened to get it? to that place i haven't read the books actually um just watched the movies but yeah it should be fascinating if we get a bit more of an insight into what um changed the world to to be like that to be is it just a one-off book or is it a series of books um i haven't seen that kind of detail but it might be a one-off that they might do a couple of, but because um, I think as the movies went on, they made less money. Because I remember I went yeah. and saw the first. I saw the first two at the cinema. I think by the third, because as the third and fourth were in part one and part two. Yeah. I think I think I just waited until they were streaming. Well. Funnily enough, I almost did that the opposite way in that I, um, yeah, the final two are what I saw at the cinema. And the first two you didn't? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of funny we're talking a bit about, you know, remakes or revisiting, um, series because this week's actually been the 30th anniversary of the release of Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton directed by Tim Burton. Um, yeah, it's 30 years. That's just so incredible. I can, um, I was, oh, yeah, one year old when this movie came out. There you go. I've aged myself there. Oh. And, um, yeah, no, I remember, I think, yeah, VHS was the first time I, I watched it. Um, I think my 
dad hired it for my brother. He had some friends over for a sleepover. And, um, yeah, we all gathered around the TV and watched it. And I think I only lasted 20 minutes because it's so dark and gloomy. Mm. Um, I think I was five or six. I was yeah, that's too scared. young. <laughs> yeah. But, like, my dad was there, but, yeah, I was, yeah, too young. Yeah. Well, I was now, now I'm really going to age myself. Um, I was 10 and I saw this at the movies. I My memory has it that this was about the first movie I ever saw that had allocated seating at the cinema. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my experience of Batman up until that point had been the TV show, the you know, the Adam West. Adam West, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Adam West Batman. Um, and I was sort of aware of the comics and even um, that 80s adaption, The Dark Knight, but I hadn't read it. But um, I, the world wasn't quite ready for it, I think, at that stage because so many people had learnt about Batman from the Adam West campy 60s TV show that coming into um, to Batman in, with Tim Burton's vision was uh, was a bit jarring for people. But you yeah. know, me being dark, um, really loved it. Yeah. yeah so no, and 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 we saw some great performances in it. Yeah, it's you know I really loved Michael Keaton as Batman. I think he really. He really gets it. He gets the darkness that's there. Um, you know, everyone hails Christian Bale, and, you know, he does a fantastic job, but he stands on the shoulders of people like Michael Keaton who and Tim Burton who are like, no, we're going to do Batman, you know, as the avenging knight, as really he was written. And, and when you get into the, you know, what makes up Batman, you go, well, that's a messed up personality to to do what he does. And that's, Yeah, true. And Jack Nicholson's the Joker. We can't go past it. Yeah, no, it's the um, performance. I, I think he might have been nominated. I'll, yeah, I'll have to look into that. But I remember someone was nominated for something. Um, but, yeah, what a performance. And just... You know, even today, people still admire his um, performance of the Joker. Yeah, it was um, it was it was so different because, again, the world was expecting Cesar Romero, you know, with that white makeup painted over a moustache. Um, oh yes, mm. and that's not what we got, and. And that movie, it changed. It changed comic book movies. It changed Batman. You think that after that was when we got the animated series of Batman, um, using the music, of course. And it was really the first time that we'd seen, from my memory anyway, that sort of real dark comic book hero turn. And it was, yeah. Changed, changed things. It did. But what, 
I mean, Batman Returns was a few years later, but you know, that was funny in that, in that it was very dark again, and yet you go to McDonald's and with the Happy Meal menu, you you could get like a, a Catwoman mask and these Batman toys. And you sort of think, well, kids of who are getting Happy Meals should probably not be seeing Batman. Mm, that's that's true. They did link the um, movie to uh, Happy Meals. That happened mm. a lot during the 90s. Yes. Yes, it did. Now, um, I found out there were some nominations. Um, yep. they, uh, the movie actually won the Academy Award for Best Art Direction. Yeah. And Nicholson was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Mm. So I guess, I guess that movie's a, I guess, well, yeah, being the Joker, I guess there is a lot of comedic, um, <laughs> that <takes>. golden, that <laughs> golden globe, drama or comedy slash musical. I mean, yeah. The Martian with Matt Damon was I in know, comedy or musical. It's, it's nuts. It's, I don't know. They need it's a, a strange head in. one. Yeah, yeah. It's. <sighs> Yeah, it's a it's a real strange one, and I think the movie can nominate you know themselves to being either category, and sometimes they they might nominate based on their best chances of winning, mm. and and the definitions yeah are a bit broad, shall we say? Yes, that's true. Now another great actor we saw in this movie was good old. Good old Billy D as as Harvey Dent. Yep. Yep. We're yeah. we're robbed of the um of the Billy D one face um two face movie. What am I saying? One yeah. face. <laughs> but yeah, this was my first introduction to him before Star for before yeah, Star Wars and um well no, he wasn't in Star Wars, he was in Empire Strikes Back. So yeah, I would have seen him as Harvey Dent um before uh Lando. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, you're making me feel old, Andy. Well, this uh, movie. Oh yeah, like I said, I watched this. Yeah, I watched this before Empire. I think. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I don't know, blame my dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's for me. This is like in a way pivotal movie. Because, you know, I, viewers may not, or listeners may not always know this about me, but yeah, I kind of like the um, that sort of dark, twisted take on things, and and if something's you know all happy and light, yeah, that's not really me, which probably isn't the best or the healthiest, but um. So you mean like a happy ending? No, I mean like these, you know, the characters here were like Batman. He was, he's twisted. Like when you really scratch the surface, you think about, okay, Bruce Wayne, he's, he's watched his parents get gunned down and then he devotes his life to hunting down criminals and ridding Gotham of crime. And he trains 
every day. He builds up his his strength, his weapons, and he's devoted to this double life that he's leading. It's it's kind of messed up if you think about it. He has devoted his life to revenge, essentially, and vengeance. He he can't always have it upon the people that killed his parents, but he's having his vengeance on all the criminal elements that he can. He doesn't care, really. He won't cross the line of killing people, but you think about the level of violence he inflicts on people. It's pretty extreme. Like yeah, a lot of a lot of broken bones. Yeah, yeah. So you think even back to well, Daredevil, as we were talking about before, that he the level of violence he was inflicting on people, and it kept being brought up in the first season about does he enjoy inflicting that violence? Is that why he's doing these things? Or, do, or is he seeking justice? And you've got to ask yourself the same thing with Bruce Wayne. You know, is he purely seeking justice, or is it the anger at what, what happened to him just coming out as violence, and he's just found a way to challenge to channel that violence? It's, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. messed up. He's you know, really interesting in terms of. You know, personality and and sort of contrasting to a lot of the DC characters that we'd be aware of, um, who are who are given these superpowers and so they want to you know, fight for justice because they've got been given these superpowers. It's like no, he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just there to. He's the Dark Knight. Like, He's just a rich guy who can afford everything. Yeah, but he he's out there with his fists and other things to you know, his gadgets. Yeah, his his gadgets, throwing people off roofs. He's yeah, he, he's there inflicting violence and mm. yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It is now. It, it had some. Um, I think. Even before the movie was made, it had some uh, it had some uh, critical responses to the announcement of um, of Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, up until then, he'd been known for comedic roles. So, Mr. Mom was one of the, or Mr. Mom um, was you know a big success, and of course. Just before this, he made Beetlejuice with Tim Burton. Um, you know, so he was known for his comedic roles. And so to step into Batman's cowl was – people was like, what? What is going on? You know, he's he's a comedic actor. He shouldn't yeah. be playing Bruce Wayne. He shouldn't it be sounds playing Sounds very familiar to, um, to recent and even, you know, just a few years ago. Um, type of uh, discussions about about an just, announcement of actors yeah, being yeah. Um, being in the uh, any comic book series, I guess, mm. well, especially in this franchise. Yeah, this is the thing. I think even people like Meryl Streep have said comedy's harder to do than serious drama. 
you know, if, if you can pull off comedy. And I think we see that most of the time that the, the comedic actors, as it were, if they turn their hands to drama, they're actually really, really good at it because comedy can be harder to deliver. So, Oh, yeah. for sure. We saw that with um, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. He was so creepy in some movies like was Insomnia. He was so – oh, no, not Insomnia. Oh, he was creepy in that. Um, I, I, I photo – twin. Was it a 24-hour photo? Yeah, some photo, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was so creepy in that. Yeah. But then oh. you, you know, see his other films and he's just the funniest guy there, like Good Morning Vietnam and all that. Yeah. And Patch Adams. Like, mm. that just shows you the um, the the range that you yeah. achieve. And I think Michael Keaton's shown us that um, even more recently, a few years ago, with um, Birdman. Yeah, with Birdman and and some other movies he's done recently as well, and even in um, Spider Man Homecoming. He, oh, there I you go. We brought it back to Spider Man. Always. Always. Um, and he and yeah, he was fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, that casting. Oh. oh. Yeah, but I, I, I really thought he was great as Batman. Like he got the two characters. He he got that Bruce Wayne and Batman were two separate personalities and he started to really demonstrate that on film, that they were two separate personalities. That has gone far further with um yeah, with Christian Bale. So it'll be interesting to see how Robert Patterson will take that up when we yeah. see him in the next That's couple right. of years. Yeah. Yeah, because it was also different from what Ben Affleck did, right? Yeah, I haven't watched those. I might watch those over the weekend. Oh, Should which I? one? Oh, the the Batman DC ones. Should I? Should I, Andy? Oh, the, Should I do um, it? The Batman v Superman. Yeah, Batman v Superman. Oh, um, you never saw it. No. Ah, um, I recommend the extended cut because it actually explains. And you actually see him and um, and Clark Kent actually be sort of he's a reporter. Batman's being the detective because in the the theater cut they were just I don't know things would just happen. You're like, wait, how how did he find that out? Like we didn't get to see it. Mm. So I recommend yeah the extended cut um, and Justice League. Uh, I'll give Justice League a miss. <laughs> Because yeah, to me, I, to that me, seems they to be the universal. Yeah, yeah. that seems the universal opinion. Yeah, I just found it that they they just said, "Oh, he's too dark from the other one." Make him smile and crack jokes, and it's like, no, Batman wouldn't do this. Stop, mate. He's not a clown. Like, just yeah. every like someone would leave the room, and he'll be like, duh, 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 duh. And you're like, oh, mm. like, come on, you're just poking fun, like. Yeah, I didn't like that performance. Um, I actually prefer BBS than Justice League. Um, yeah. But I oh know. Yeah, they're streaming. I'll just give them a watch. But yeah, I recommend the um, extended cut. Okay. Is that on streaming? Like on Stan or something? Um, I think they only have the original. 
I might have a Sorry, Andy, you're breaking up. Oh, um, I was just I'm saying, just check, check out iTunes. iTunes. Um, maybe, maybe you can rent it. it. Yeah. 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 So, Batman, 1989. Go watch it again. Yeah. If not, definitely. Yeah. Listen for the the Prince soundtrack. Oh, we didn't even talk about Prince. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> I love I love that scene when he's in the art gallery. Oh, and he, yes. And he goes and he's and he talk, he turns around to his thug and he's like punch it, and they just go around spraying it. He's dancing and it's you know do, is it the bat dance? I think that's the name of the song. Yeah. And there was an actual like single. I remember it being top of the charts for a few weeks. You know, back in the video hits days, back on you know Channel Ten. Um, yeah, like top of the charts for weeks. Yeah, so it's Prince did the, this whole soundtrack, and then of course the music was composed by um, oh, Danny Elfman. Yeah, that yeah. classic classic Batman theme. They still use that to this day, don't they? At least little um, in Justice League, from it. they sort of—I um, can't remember who did Justice League, but he sort of reintroduced it. Yeah, he reintroduced it into the movie. Yeah. Um, but nothing beats the original no. by Danny. I mean, and yeah, it was used in the um, animation animated series. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that yeah, that's just so iconic and and superman has this iconic theme as well by john williams they just you hear that music and it just invokes those characters it's yeah it's awesome it's sort of like they're sort of coming from the same era like superhero but they're but like they're both tonally different like one's very like up there and hopeful and like seize the day with superman and the Batman's all like, all right, I have a mission. I'm going for it. Look yeah, out, bad guys. There's definite more like bottom ends of the notes, as it were, like all the chords and yeah. It's, you know, to to try to quote um, out of the score, there's a lot more minor keys in there to sort of get that hint of mystery and not quite sure of things. Oh yeah, it's so mysterious. Hmm. Mm. But oh, it's been an eventful week. You and I, what were we doing last Saturday morning at about two o'clock in the morning? Oh yes, um, we should say to everyone, um, yeah, we were uh, up getting our celebration tickets. Yay! And we got them. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, so I was in the virtual queue for about forty, forty-five minutes. Um, you were a bit shorter than that, weren't you? Yeah, mine was, I think, 20 minutes. I think the, mm. my receipt said 2.26, so, yeah, very yeah. long. Yeah, because we later read that the four-day passes sold out in about an hour and a half. 
Yeah, I think it was like around three or something. I read a uh, I read a tweet from our good friend Claire Stripling about it, mm. and I think um, our good friend Josh from Star Wars Spelt Out also um, informed us that they were gone. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was like that that whole week in our group chats going, so thinking, are we really getting up at two? Are we really getting up at two o'clock? Uh, and then going, well, okay, if you're all doing it, I suppose I'll I'll wake up and do it that way. If I have any questions, you're all in the group chat awake at that time. Okay, fine. Yeah. But oh God, thank goodness I did. I, yeah, I couldn't any have later, handled it. Yeah, yeah, any later, one of us might have missed out. Yeah, like if I hadn't have gotten a ticket, I, you know, you'd be scraping me off the floor. To be well, quite frank, well, yeah, the, um, I'd be devo. The resale, I think, opened today. Someone put out something I read, but I don't know if mm. it was official. Um, I think that system's called Light. Yeah. And yes, um, so, just apply. Yeah, there's, an, there's an official resale through the Star Wars Celebration. So uh, you, you I don't kind think of there's think... anything yet, but I think closer it will happen. Yeah. Yeah, because you understand we're, we're buying tickets more than a year out. Things happen to people. Yeah, like that's right. So, you know, you, they need that procedure for people to resell and not to do it through dodgy methods like eBay, especially because they're linking so many things to people's, like the badge to people's email addresses and other things. That's correct, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, no happy days. We're very excited. And, um, yeah, now, now comes the time of just counting down the days. <laughs> Even though just... we've got a movie happening in December, it's like, oh, yeah, we should be should count down to that. But it's like, that's celebration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, celebration's keeping me going. And then you got, um, you got The Mandalorian in November. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I'm still not sure how we're going to watch that, Andy. I'm very, very worried. I'm not I'm worried getting... at all. Oh, I It'll don't be know Disney how Plus. you can be. Yeah, but we don't know how we're going to get Disney Plus here in Australia. Um. All right, then. Illegal downloads it is. <laughs> Disney's making me pirate. I yeah, know. you can edit that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit that out. Maybe this could be our Mr. Black sec- section. Yes. But um, yeah, just just like um, Chris, our good friend Chris Fresh from the Geek Dudes, um, he was a guest on um, yeah, uh, Bad Motivators. Yeah. You know, they just you're making us continue being pirates, guys. Just give yeah. us the things we would like to buy and give you money. I'm going to give you money, Disney. Let yeah. me give you money. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I don't understand Disney's plans like mm. why well, not yeah well just, in august hopefully we'll find out some information at d23 yes hopefully yes. they'll drop the mic and go boom december global global uh release or something yeah you, you think because the d23 is for it's not just for shareholders but is for that but it's also for people with this specific level of investment well, it's the Disney convention. Um, yeah, it's the Disney yeah. convention. So you'd think they would probably 
release those that sort of news to get people excited about investing in Disney. Oh, you know, for to make sure. the, the share prices go up. Yeah. Yeah, because our good friend um, Brittany and Still, um, they went to one of the D23s a few years ago, I remember. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they got to be in the room when they announced uh, – oh, no, they um, – I think they showed another trailer for Last Jedi, I think. Something I, like oh, that. That behind-the-scenes one, was I it? I think so, the D23? yeah. D23, yeah. That's the one, yeah. So, you know, they were – and, you know, we already know there's going to be a Mandalorian trailer, so that's exciting. Well, yeah, hopefully, in some ways, I hope it's the one we saw at Celebration so that everyone is going to get the chance to see it in I reckon it'll be a mixture quality. of what we okay. saw and some new stuff. Because yeah. um, you got to, I, I guess, you know, for the general audience, people who aren't, crazy like us about star wars they need they need to show them hey look at this cool show and get them mm. like oh yeah let's subscribe yeah yeah they, they should have released that trailer it was such a good trailer oh it was it was um, i get oh. them not releasing the full five minute scene or however long it was that we saw i get that but that trailer they should have released that, you kind of mm. think. Yeah, it's been quite a few months now. Yeah. I guess they had to have some of the focus on um, Rise of Skywalker. Um, well, I think that's all we've got on for this episode. Yeah. Do, do you want to tell everyone where they can find us, Catherine? On Twitter, we're That Geek Pod. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Find us there. Last week we did a Phantom Menace commentary, so have a listen to that. It was yeah, fun to out. record. Yep. Yeah, we've, we've had some Star good Wars feedback. Yeah. Yes, yes. CO Bibble, he was right. Um, you can find me at That Geek Andy. At Catherine underscore Neen. That Geek Pod will return. <laughs>